Hey everyone, I'm Tima from Shades and Pages and welcome to Brazenly Shady, your ticket to hot and unfiltered conversations about all things black romance. Tap in everybody, we're about to take y'all on a ride. Welcome to Brazenly Shady, I'm Sharonda in. And I'm Tima. And today uh, we have two guests. Yay! Today again. All right. So welcome back, Annette. All right. And also welcome back, Candy. Two All of right. my favorite ladies, because you know I don't like niggas. Oh no! So, <laughs> don't start yet. At least let us get past this introduction. My bad. My bad. Hey, y'all! It's so wonderful to have you back. I love you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about a host of things, but the book we're going to be talking about today is We Could Have Been by uh, Lady Nisha, which was a whole goddamn mess. You know, you know, when so, I decided listen, to, I when I decided to invite Annette and Candy, I really wanted to talk about Side niggas. I wanted to talk about side nigga 101, how to pick the correct side nigga because the dude in this book, he did not understand. He, he did not he understand. Did. He did not play his he did not play his role accurately at all. At all, at all. So I was thinking, let's talk about side niggas in romance book. But reading this book, it's so many things that we can actually discuss after reading this book. So we just gonna, you know what? We just gonna play it by air. You're gonna get whatever you get because this book right here. <laughs> wow. Emphasis on the fact that side niggas need to know how to side nigga. Okay. You need to know. <laughs> we need a manual. We need a side nigga 101 manual because some of these dudes, they don't be getting it. But he told her. Remember, he told her he wasn't right. <laughs> in, in, in his defense. In his defense, he did say from day he did. one. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not for play play. Those, those, those weren't the words used, but that was the overall sentiment. Because exactly. and I'll go even better. His mother told her before he even said anything. Yeah. She said, "You can get rid of a husband." That a husband is no problem, but you're gonna give me grandbabies. <laughs> yeah, she was the just sister, like, I was, I was like, well, wait a minute. The sister mentioned it too, though. The sister was like, Hey, he ain't the one to play with. The sister was like, You, you don't know what you're doing. I mean, Save I yourself. feel like she had warnings. I feel like oh, she yeah. had warnings. She had ample, she had ample warnings. Listen, Theory's elevator clearly did not go all the way to the top. <laughs> the between him and her husband. His crazy was just a little bit more manageable. <laughs> just a little bit. Because listen, the way he rolled up on her in that restaurant, I was just like, I'm done. I just left my husband right there. Because listen, <laughs> you are not to be played with and you are proving that. Let me grab my handbag <laughs> and tell my husband, see my, see my attorney. taking <laughs> <laughs> his medicine. Why are you not taking your medicine, sir? <laughs> like in the I mean, when, when when your side do tell you when I call, you better answer. 
I mean, dude, I, I'm, I, I'm married. I don't have that option. I got to answer the phone when I can get okay. to it. He said he wasn't trying to How hear that. You have to answer the phone or you're going to see me, pull, or I'm going to pull up. Pull How up. the hell? Pull up didn't even know where she was. How the hell did he know where she was? I still, I, I have still, yet to figure that out. I still have that question. I that have yet to only, figure that out. I'm still trying to figure that out in the book. Where did he find out where the restaurant was? Because where he come from? He just said, popped up, literally. He probably had a tracker on her too. Yes. Just like the husband. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not lying. You're not no, lying because I was like, "Sir, where did you come from?" <laughs> she was and then so... he was like, "He was like, oh, the mushrooms is good. Mushroom Why is good? you crazy? The mushrooms is the good. mushrooms is good. good. I don't want to talk about no damn mushrooms. I don't care about the mushroom. Why you here? My crazy ass husband's outside on us, and he about to go. I just okay. She's surrounded by crazy men. I, I just I don't know. I don't, I don't know if she know knows how. why she she didn't choose wisely know. with her husband or her side man. No, like, no. But listen, because even the brother was crazy. The Mario. Was he not crazy? You come yeah, from. Mario was Mario was a little touched too. I he love Loki crazy. Yes, he just wasn't as bad as the other brother. He just wasn't no, as bad, but, but I, was was like, young, I was like, I was reading. I was like, he he not right either. He not right no. either. Because how after all these years you think this lady still want to be with you, sir? And he didn't even try to ease her into it. He just went straight in for you, <laughs> sir. You just like, why are you kissing me? If it's not him, it's me. <laughs> Obviously, it's yes. me because yes. I liked you first, and she was like, where where did that come from? Right, like, she I was never... like, because. You didn't have me first. We were friends. They were you friends. were my buddy. Like, when did you get in your crazy little <laughs> brain that we were going to be more than that? We were friends, boy. But not only that, <laughs> he is well aware that she's getting her ass whipped by her husband. You make a comment oh. like that to my jealous ass husband. Oh. the entire fuck? That you trying to get me That made me You so are well bad. aware of the, the, You are well aware of what I'm dealing with. And you, yes. you make a comment like that, now I got to go home and get my ass beat because of you. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you the next time I see you. Okay, we need but to when she fight on when she fought him in the car, I was so happy because I was like, "Listen, you need to get it together. None, yes. none of this is you, you you're a whole nerd. You better channel your Tina Turner girl and beat his ass. I'm listening. <laughs> ah! She said, "I tried, boss." That's where it'd be some hot grits, some hot oil, <laughs> some boiling water, something. Why we why we some busted kneecaps? Did you say Florida water or did you say what? Hot water, hot I boiling water. Florida water. I was like, wait a minute now, wait a minute. <laughs> listen, listen, we know we use Florida water for cleansing, but I don't yeah. think it would have worked on that husband. Girl. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. we need to figure out where we starting first. There you go, the mother. Okay, so let's start with the mother okay. arizona i tell you i want to fight arizona like she's some like she's some hook on the corner i want to put i ain't never want to fight listen i have read about some piss poor ass parents yeah but that happened and i'm like even yes. when everything came out even when her shit was blown up she still proved she could not put her kid first that she was all about the dollar bill i, I was like even afterwards 
I said, I came with this chick. Somebody point me in her direction because I just want to fight. Be her. <laughs> a good one, that's it. She is the epitome of narcissists. Like, I just... She was a fucking psychopath. Cause like, she literally drove her husband to his grave. And then you had the nerve to complain about how you have bills. The man works so you can have nice shit. The man worked. You didn't do anything. You didn't contribute shit. Okay? You you literally drove the man to his grave. And instead of you finding a way (laughs) to make the shit work now that your husband was not here, what do you do? You sell your fucking daughter to a nutty-ass family. Basically. I wanted to fight. And then when it came out that she knew that the man was beaten, I mean, knew that the guy wasn't wrapped tight, it's just like, are you fucking mad? And then she changed her her attitude. She's 16-year-old. She was 16 years old. Like, seriously, for 300, I'm like, I'm not worth more than (laughs) $300,000? Like, I mean, he getting prime, he getting, I'm like, seriously? Ma'am, I just, that woman was trash. She was you know what pissed trash. me off about her? After everything was said and done, how this hoe ain't had no money left. You was getting and monthly still payments. Ended up where she, it still ended up where she was fighting so hard not to go back to. In the hood, working as a greedy at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where was your money? Ma'am. Why didn't you have a... Not even Target. Walmart. 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 Why didn't you have a separate account? Why is this lady over your account? Like, you're fucking... I think uh, she knew knew in the end that that shit would eventually, which is why she had her her name on that account. But see, Uh Phoenix was stupid because I'd have been siphoning some funds over all these years. Exactly. Baby, I'd have been putting some money away because what you're not going to do... I done lost, I basically lost my kid now. And you ain't got that shit to show for it. Oh yeah, shit. I've been siphoning some phones. She ain't had a pot to piss in and a she kettle. She literally didn't, she thing. literally don't have shit to show. And then like, apparently, so she and they were still, she in Arizona was, I guess, going to therapy because in the end it said that she still refused to accept any responsibility. I'm like, why are you even going to therapy with her? But like, see, that's her. why I told, that's why I told Tama when we talked, I said, ain't no way I would have been sitting in therapy with that woman. Mm-mm. Because even after, even after um, Arizona left, right? And she meets the mother. And the mother calls the fucking husband while she's trying to, at that, I don't have nothing else to say to you. Exactly. I'm like, why are you in therapy with this woman? And the fact that she won't even acknowledge her responsibility. She still doesn't think she did anything wrong. So now therapy is a waste of time. It's a waste of your time and yes. therapist time. Let that yes. happen think what she wanted to think in the hood. Yes. Girl, At Walmart. <laughs> All the At parents Walmart. in this book was trash. The daddy was trash and the two mothers was trash. Sure. Everybody was trash. And then the daddy left them all holding the bag. I mean, he was exactly. just caught. But he did but when he, but wait, when I read when he asked her to sign these papers, I already knew his game. I was like, oh, that's right. her ass up. Right. I was like, you ain't gonna read that shit. I was like, you ain't reading that shit. So you just signed it. You ain't gonna read no, it. I don't have that kind of trust in nobody. No. But she was Wait, I don't trust myself that much. I'm reading my own bills, bitch. So imagine if somebody else. <laughs> Damn, you just read some shit your husband. And wait, he didn't even like her ass. He didn't, and you over here signing shit he put in front of you and he talked to you like you the shit under the shoe. Girl. He told her, though. He told her. 
but she was in love with that lifestyle. She was in love with that lifestyle. She was love holding control over people because you see how she had control over Phoenix's mother. So you saw all that shit. That lady ain't care. That lady yeah. ain't care. As long as she was getting the getting the the nice stuff and the nice cars, and she could be around the other booty bitches, she ain't care. No, because the father pissed me off because he's like, oh, I don't know why he's like that. But I'm thinking to myself, the further I get into the book, I'm like, but how many times are we going to say that this foundation was started by you because your mother was a victim of domestic violence? Right. So you don't think that this could come from your father? Like that one and one didn't equal two to you? You know what? That's None a good way to think about it, you know. That's a really good way to think about it. Yeah. Because at the end of the book, I, he's just like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know where he gets this from because it's not from my family. But I'm like, you started an entire foundation for your mother who was a victim of abuse. Um, you know oh my God, yes. Which they were scamming way down to the goddamn Because they were scamming from that goddamn foundation too. Maybe <laughs> living a high life off of everybody else's money. But I'm like, seriously? Really? It was, it was, it's, that's it, the only thing that's the only thing I give Marlon Coop I mean not Marlon the brother Coop points for, was not to, he knew they was dirty he was like I don't want no parts of that right he was very <laughs> smart that's the only part that Mario was a, those are the only cool points he get from yes. me he ain't getting that's nothing it. else. He was sleeping with your boy ex-girlfriend and bringing him around trying to make Phoenix. I was like, this nigga dumb. I was like, look at you dummy. You chose the wrong person. Well, one, she wasn't jealous. And two, you chose the wrong damn person to make her jealous with. Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and and then, like, dude. But wait, 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 when, when Phoenix told her when she thought she was doing something by telling Phoenix, she went, she gave him some sloppy top and she said, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> Could you breathe? Right. Could you Baby. breathe? Y'all been here before. Oh. I know how he get down. Right. You thought you was doing something, you didn't do shit. you? You ain't do shit, bitch. That I mom tried to choke her ass. He tried to choke her ass. I was like, I yeah, I say. Phoenix had something for that ass. She was like, how was it? Did, right. did, you, did you enjoy it? I know it, how he get down. It was it was crazy because it just goes into the theme of like you think you're trying to get back at somebody and look at you looking stupid. Look no, at no, you looking, no, stupid. looking just 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 real ridiculous in the face, girl. Go ahead. And you seat. couldn't even and here's the other thing, you couldn't even play your goddamn game right because if you were smart heifer, you would have stayed with the other goddamn brother because he was crazy, but at least he wasn't that motherfucking crazy. You could have played Mario, but you wanted to try to get back at Phoenix. And, and, and guess what happened? Your sloppy toppy went wrong in the motherfucking bathroom. <laughs> you almost fucking died, you dummy. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was like, this is Let's touch on the mental health aspect of this book about how sometimes we have families who know that they have somebody who's suffering mentally and they sweep it under the rug instead of actually getting them help. Because remember, it was revealed that your girl knew that her son wasn't playing with a full deck. He wasn't playing with a full deck and she tried to pass him off on somebody else knowing that he was dangerous. You understand? So that has me thinking about how 
so many people in the in the black community in the black family they know that okay somebody is suffering mentally and they sweep it under the rug and they don't even try to get these people help and when they start doing like off the wall stuff they they just sweep it under the rug oh he he, he ain't rap type but you know this you person, know how he is you know how he is don't worry about him so it's like it had me thinking like you knew your son wasn't playing with a full deck of cards and you threw him off on that girl and it's like you it was like she was groomed to freaking take shit from this man from she was a young girl can't take care of him that's why they got married so early because they knew the daddy told him uh uh, lily and he said i fought you for this because you knew and you didn't handle it she just refused to acknowledge that 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 her son had mental health issues but or she, she knew she just didn't give a shit. She wanted I don't to be think she cared. I, I, I feel like she didn't care. I feel like she could no longer deal with how far gone he was. And she literally looked for someone to deal with that because she didn't. She and didn't then the husband, her husband was in her ass about it. Because remember, there was one part in the book where the father said, I told you to leave his ass in there. The last uh-huh. time this took him to a mental institution, she he said, "I told you to leave his ass there," and she was like, "I don't, I, I didn't want to do that to my son, but you don't want to be bothered, but you put that shit on a sixteen-year-old girl, a sixteen-year-old girl, like that shit was wild to me. It was wild. You don't want to be bothered, but you getting, but you letting Phoenix get her ass beat. I mean, toe yes. up to the floor." And- What she wanted was the image because how would it look for her son to be mentally unwell? Yeah. Let's talk about that. That's her. It wasn't that she didn't want to be bothered with. She didn't want to be bothered, but more so she didn't want her star to fall. Right. Because you're going to say that. What was was you going to say? When she kept minimizing Phoenix's abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, he mm-hmm. didn't mean it. Oh, well, you know, well, if you just do this, then he won't do it. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. just, I just, when I tell you I want to fight that bra, like, for real. <laughs> I don't understand, like, this girl. Me. She this just, girl. I mean, the, 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 the minimums, the, she just consistently minimal, just, just, it was just nothing to her. Just absolutely nothing that that girl was getting her ass beat. It was just always, well, I'm going to keep him over. I've talked to him. You've talked to him before. <laughs> That clearly yeah. does not work. It's nothing and working. You, and why do you have to talk to your grown ass son? And, and, him, and, 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 and ain't the, that it? <laughs> he was like ten years older than her. And the father said, "I told you to keep that, get that shit in check. The next time he put his hands on that girl, we're gonna put his ass away somewhere." So she wasn't even telling the father that he was still consistently beating up, beating her ass. Yes, because I found it weird that the father didn't. No, I was like, so the father didn't even know that he was putting his hands on Phoenix. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you taking this girl to cover up her bruises, cover up the, like, I was like, yo, this shit is crazy, but I do agree with you, Candy. Yeah, I think it was the image. She didn't want yeah. anybody to know that she had a crazy person in her family. But bitch, y'all all was crazy. It wasn't all of you. All of y'all are crazy. Y'all just probably maintained it a little bit better than Marlon did, but he was all of them. He was literally a psychopath. I was like, (laughs) he has he had multiple personality disorders. For them to even put that on Phoenix was 
crazy too to much. me. I didn't understand it. And and the fact that everybody knew and was okay with it, as long as they got something out of the situation, it just really made mm -hmm. me sad for her. So I understand why she wanted to scramble out of that. I understand why theory was a comfort place for her because I, he crazy, but he ain't that fucking crazy. <laughs> this is a little bit more manageable, as I like to say. I mean, you know, the man was dropping off top. He was dropping off top tier dick. He was he was tearing ass up. But you know what? A lot of the times I had a hard time looking at Phoenix as a true domestic abuse victim because she talked mucho shit to her husband. Ain't it? For somebody, because you know, for somebody that, that, that worries about getting her ass, she didn't she didn't have a problem with talking shit to her husband. All right, you know, stumping up. You know, most women, most wives, you know, they 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 walk on eggshells around their husband because you know they can flip at a moment. You know, they can yeah you know, at a moment, but she had absolutely and I'm like, she's not your average domestic abuse victim. Like, yes, she, I she, think we sorry. She only starts running her mouth after he starts whooping her ass. But prior to that, she was talking mucho shit. And I'm no, like, I think with Phoenix, you know, you, you, you kind of, you, you tested the waters, little mama. <laughs> I think with Phoenix, she was done. That was the problem with Phoenix because uh, yes. she had gotten to the point where she can take care of herself because she has her nursing degree. She's gone to work now. Yes. So she has her own money coming in. Plus mm -hmm. she had her business. Right. And <clears throat> the, uh, day by day, it was just like, this is a, when you see how other people are living and then you come home and I've, I've done CNA work. I'm not, I've, I've left nursing school after like the first semester because it was not for me. But, <laughs> <laughs> listen, you are not the, listen, I took all my prereqs and it took me until after I got my prereqs to say, you know what? This shit ain't for me. I, I don't okay. have this kind of patience. This is not I got it. Me. And I did CNA work and to be on your feet for eight to 12 hours, moving people, you're yeah. in a hospital, you got to do all of this stuff. Yeah. And then you have to come home at nine o'clock at night and then still cook. That shit, pissed. that shit was wild. And then you still have to clean. Cause he didn't care. He said, you still, what you cooking? He didn't, you know, I don't need, I don't want you to order anything. I want you to get in there and cook. I was like, sir, aren't you going to eat? <laughs> He just did not care. I just knew I didn't like more. He was a terrible, he was, he was a terrible, terrible husband. He but was you can put a terrible that back. person. Yeah, he was a terrible person, but you can he put that did. back on his parents why he was such a terrible husband. Because he, look yeah, what he grew up in. His, his mama raised him to be very entitled. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, take care of me. Do Because he watched his mother take care of her his husband. Father. Yeah. So that's what he expected. That's what he expected. But all and this money you have and you couldn't get a maid? You you couldn't hire a cook? No, because he wanted Nothing. her ass submissive and he wanted, her, yes. he wanted her. The problem with him is Phoenix was just a little bit too, I don't want to say independent, but uh, she wasn't his mama. She wasn't. He was not his mama. She was not willing. He didn't want her to work. He wanted her 100%. He wanted her focus 110% on him. Yeah, he wanted uh -huh. her at the door when he come home with with a drink in hand and his slippers in the other. Like, <laughs> it's not 1935. What are you doing? Yeah, hold on. But remember the scene when she said that her cycle was on, right? And he was like, <laughs> "Look at the trash." <laughs> yes, he was looking through the trash can. I was he, like, "This 
nigga crazy. He was, I got to that part and I was like, you know what? I mean, he, I, as I was reading the book, I was like, he's certified. He was certified. like, I looked through the trash can and, and I, I didn't see nothing. I don't know how or why she hasn't found her way out of this shit. Like, even without her mother, I don't understand it. But I would have moved so far and so far. I kept saying, why won't she just leave? There's literally nothing holding her back. They don't have kids. She could have left at any time. And I just could not understand why she wouldn't. But you gotta understand, y'all. She she was groomed. You gotta understand she was groomed. So mentally, mentally, she's there. And even though she wants to leave, her mind is still in the place where this woman groomed her to be basically a servant to this mind. So she can't get out of that mentality. Mentally, she was Until she met Theory's ratchet ass sister. But I love the hell out of her. I love the hell out of her. I love Miss Tracy was my favorite person in that book because when she found out that she was at series and she came in, she said, Hold on, I heard y'all was fucking with freckles. What do you mean? And when she took a look at Phoenix's face and she was like, Oh no, get the strap right now. Get the strap. We, we riding right this second. She and was like, Let's Phoenix go. Needed. And you hear someone who doesn't even know you from Adam. You're her daughter's friend. And this woman is ready to fight for you yes. off of seeing your face one time. One time. And Miss Tracy was going to call KK. And, and they were going to be on Facebook Live. Like, listen, we beat an ass today in this bougie listen, ass suburb. Let's when go. When she beat Tiffany's ass, when she rolled up and told Tiffany, come on, <laughs> you already know you got this ass with me. You already know no, you no, got this no. ass coming. Come on. Come on. Y'all know what cracked me the fuck up? When, <laughs> when the, the last time we put hands on her and Theory showed up at that motherfucking house and knocked Mario ass out, he ran into <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> we getting there, we getting there. We getting there. We getting oh, there. Everybody got it in this book. Let's... <laughs> Okay, so it's like I feel like her going over to Theory's uh what's her sister name again? What was her name? Okay, going over to their house, I feel like that was the escape that she needed to get some her freaking psycho situation. Yes, you understand? So that girl was a hot ass mess, and I loved every second. Oh, this author I want to be write her story. I'm, I'm, if she don't write her story, let, I'm going to fuck her talk about, uh, Let's talk about Rima fucking the two best friends. <laughs> and I, and I, baby, listen. I, wait, listen. Between Re- Young, I, when I tell you I want to, I want to be, that damn Young had me rolling. We call her free fucker. <laughs> when, when he, he called her free fucker, I was just done. He showed up at the house crying. Walked in on his sister getting her eyes ate though. <laughs> and when I, I need like, to know that this is the expression I had when that scene popped up and when I read that scene, I was literally like, oh my God. I was just like, oh my God. This is why you can't give everybody a kid in your house. It was so good. Like, I love, I just love 
I just love the freeness of her character, how she was just like, I'm just out here doing what I got to do. And I love yes. how she rode for Phoenix. Like, listen, we know some goons. I know some goons. You want me to come to your house? I'll come to your yes. house. Yes. And, and, and she was ready to come by herself. He said, yeah, and she was willing to come by herself. Because the lady, the girl said, I stay strapped. What are you talking about? Listen, <laughs> and she had her 22 on her at all. 22. Time. Oh, huh. a good friend saying? to Phoenix. She was a great friend. Phoenix needed her. She was a good friend to Phoenix, and I liked how the Prima author wrote her character. Yeah, Prima I love that. Was her, that entire family was her escape. Yes, yes. That entire family, because baby, listen, the mama. I, I, I want her to be my mama, because honey, <laughs> working on the twerking on the front porch while going live on Facebook. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that when I love oh, it, Miss KK. Oh, yes. Man. When we read a no, lot, see, of people, I, mean, I love to see that. I love to see yes. that. I love that his mother was the way she was. Like, she grew up in the life, she never left it, and she was never going to change. And she was like, fuck anybody that thinks that I should change, even at my age. Like, I, I am was a young am. mother. I'm going to be a young grandmother and bitch white. <laughs> She was unapologetic herself, and I absolutely love that. She love really it. did have a I didn't give a fuck attitude. Yes. She didn't care what anybody thought, including Rima in theory. Yes. Yes. But when but, it came down to it, she was the best mother and the best parent in the part. entire book. Because yeah. even yes. when she was like, I, I can twerk on Facebook Live, but I can beat your ass for my children right. on the same Facebook Live. So right. I don't play about my kids. want to. <laughs> right. She did, she did not play about her kids. Yeah, she didn't play about her kids. I do feel like she was a little bit more lenient on theory and his bullshit. Of she course. Was he was out here with shit. Like, wait, of course. Tracy, Tracy is every black mama on this planet. <laughs> in the literary world and in real world, you know how they are about their boys. They can do no wrong. They're, look, they're always harder on the girls than they are on the boys. Yes, they are. Listen. So that's nothing new. I, that's almost, I'm going to raise my had, hand. She had done that differently. Oh, I've been looking at her sideways. Someone that you know damn well. That's not how we roll in the real world. Yes. Black mamas oh, think oh, the sun oh. rises and sets on their boys. Yes, yes, yes. yes. When, when, when Michelle Obama said uh, black women uh, cuddle their sons and raise their daughters, she was well, not she was lying. lying. Yeah. Because that's what that's generally what the story was with the mother. Because remember, she was saying how she had to raise Rima because she didn't want Rima dependent on no man. Yeah, she is mm-hmm. she went to college, and she and she picked up major. She told her to major in nursing. Yes. Yes. Because she, she said, "This is how a, I can make sure to have a career mm-hmm. where she can make her own. She can make good money yes. and take care of herself." Yes. And that, because she was like, she's, I think before we did that or during the same time, she was saying that she used to love being with their father. And then once she had theory, he put her up in a nice house. Yeah. He did all the things. But as soon as he put her in the glass case, he had someone else riding in the car with him, just like he used to ride with her. And she didn't want the same for Rima because she already knew what theory was going to be able to do. But she said, well, my daughter, is going to be better than me. And as a parent, that should always be what you want. Exactly. Yeah, that exactly you want what you should strive for, for. Yeah, I agree and 100%. she still let Rima do, she was, you know, she wasn't as lenient, but she still loved Rima. And yeah. Rima knew that if she went to her mother, all Miss Tracy was doing was getting, getting strapped. Let's go. 
yeah it, it wasn't a problem but she needed to know that like the thing with young and um what was the other guy what was oh, the other God. dude's uh, name uh, uh hold on hold on what was, like, what was the other dude's name because i was like reba you out shy. Wasn't it, shy? it was shy wasn't it shy shy, shy. yeah shy yeah even with the nonsense with them Rima could have picked and choose one both or none because right. she didn't depend on either one of them so and if she chose shy or she chose young she was good either way because your feelings are your own problem they're not my problem I already knew because young I'm still getting a check I already knew young was just something to do he, his name she was, was just young. curious she was just curious to see what he could do that's all that was I knew he was never gonna be serious yeah, but he could do a and, lot. But though. remember, she but said baby, she you was, couldn't tell him that. Yeah, that but remember, doing. she said she was feeling shy. She was always yeah. feeling shy, mm -hmm. and then when he pushed up on her, it was like, oh, okay. But I don't think they really wanted to fuck with her because of theory, because they knew that nigga wasn't rat too tight. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he had to. He had to. But he should have pushed up on her a long time. Like he had to yes. see her with somebody else in order for him to push up. Um, but but then again. I feel like she dated young boy because she wanted to make him jealous. I feel like that's what she probably uh, did. She probably, I mean, she probably mean, did that to help him make a move. Because right, she was I, I, I like I liked it that she was free for all she did what she wanted to do, but I did I did feel like okay, you know these dudes are friends. They're like they're like best friends, like you know what I'm saying, like outside of you and your brother's relationship. Those two dudes are best friends. So she already knew it was going to be a fucking problem when they found out that they were all fucking each other. I, I mean. Eating ass. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then Sha just shows up at her house, eat her whole pussy out. And she like, oh, okay. And leave. Had her stunned. <laughs> When she, when, she, when she get caught, she was like, well, I ain't come yet, so you might as well finish. I'm like, God dang. <laughs> you know what the ass left. I said, okay. She was like, He's a good brother. He's a good brother. He is. He is. But he, but he was the shit himself, though. He was a good brother. He was a good son. Let's move on into theory as as a person. Yes, he was a good brother. He was a good son, but he was an ain't shit man. Like at the end of the day, he wasn't shit. Baby, he was a whole ho out there oh. in the hood streets. Just, just fucking everybody and anybody. He just did not care. But you got to give him his cool points. He never lied. He never promised nope. anything. He nope. was a single man. And I mean, he has he has some very fuckboy ways. But yes. I mean, he he was not committed to. He was not in a relationship. He was not committed to anybody. You 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 can't really fault the man for doing what single men do. Yeah. You know you you, you yeah. got well, it. was it was some very harsh behavior. He was a single man allowed to do that. I hate being with you. I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to pick and choose your your women a little bit more wisely. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna need that you because crab cookie you need to you, you know, oh. even though it's I've even though it's I've told them what it was. Clearly, right. these helpers hear what they want to hear. They hear, oh, he's doing this now. They hear he's doing this now, but I can make him change if I give him enough pussy, yes. if yes. I suck yes. his dick enough, if yes. I cook yes. food. Because one yes. thing with me, I ain't cooking you a goddamn thing. I ain't doing, I'm doing the bare minimum. I'm not giving wife behavior. 
I'm doing the bare minimum. And when you get coochie, it's because I want you to get this coochie. That's well, what especially, it is. Especially when he tells you, I, I'm not trying to marry you. I'm not trying to wife you up. I'm not trying to do none of that shit. I'm just trying he to. He wasn't even trying to date them. Like, he really didn't. He was literally shit. fucking and moving on. That's <laughs> fucking and moving on. That was it. That was I like that song, by the way. I like that song, by the way. Stick and Move is a good song. Caribbean song, Stick and Move. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. Bye bye. <laughs> it was crazy, but but the fact that these girls thought that he was going to change his behavior because of them, it was wild. That was like he's not Listen, going to change. He wasn't going to do it. Tiffany said, "You shouldn't have fucked me like that." <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany said, it's your fault I'm crazy. You shouldn't have fucked me like that. Yes, but you know did. what? I understand it, though. I understand it. Because sometimes these dudes be putting it down. You be like, dude, is you trying to get pregnant? Uh, you want me to pick it? Because, uh, uh, right. right. what you're not going to do is right. tell me you only willing to give me this and then fuck, you, fuck me like my husband, sir. But then, right. You you no. you messing around with me like that. But then the other situation was with the other girl. You theory, you still messing around with this girl. Y'all talking about how she smelled. She wanted. She had no other concept of unless I do this. But it's just the fact that she didn't even care about herself. You don't care about yourself enough at all. They talking about you in your face. They telling you you stink in your you face. You not gonna say nothing to him. You just gonna let him talk to me like that. He said you can handle yourself. <laughs> You're not gonna go take a bath. Because <laughs> me. Girl like me, I'm coming back. I'll be like, your mama stink. I'm talking about your mama, your auntie, your sister. Everybody getting these words. I'm, I'm cussing everybody out. And your family about to get called out because, sir, what is this? What is this? Are you serious? He was ridiculous. I, I He was a, yeah, he was a good brother. He was a, a good son, but he was a terrible man in relationships. But I don't know what it was about Phoenix that made him I don't know. I don't know what it was about Phoenix that made him want to see things it was different. Because Phoenix wasn't pushing oh. up. Um, remember when um your girl said all of her friends end up fucking the um theory. Oh. Phoenix wasn't pulling up on him like the rest of her friends was pulling up on him. Phoenix was like, I ain't really want you like that, even though she knows we know she want her. She wanted him from her inner thoughts in the book. Right. But theory didn't know that. So you know how some guys are. When you act like you don't want them, they pursue you harder. Yeah, so I think right. that's what it was. I think that's what it was. I think it was like, oh, she ain't pushing up on me like um, my sister, other friends. And that's what happened. And when that he gave her the, when he gave her the dick, baby, she was hooked like. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, she was barely having any with Marlon. And when it was with her, when it was with her husband, it wasn't very enjoyable. And and, 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 and and then you get what like the you get what top tier hoe penis. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will say this: 
it wasn't called it in the book and it wasn't touched on, but it was literally the equivalent of marital rape because she was very much so at all. And she said that many times, but it was either that or get beat up. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so those are the I, wait, I need a laugh for the way that you say it. Get beat up. <laughs> but that's what it was. If, if you remember, anytime she denied sex with him, he, he was threatening to beat her ass. And not only that, he would tell her, well, ain't nothing wrong with your mouth. Right. So, yes. And then proceeded yes. to choke her. So even if she tried to make up an excuse not to have the actual act, he was going to come with a backup plan. Ain't yes. nothing wrong with your mouth. And you already know how he got down like that. Right. So that's like, that's almost worse. I'm like, girl, just lay there. Just go. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, that's it. That's we already know how he get it. down with the other way. Yo, let's do you want to get choked? Yeah, I'm just like, just lay there. You already know. He don't yeah. like, you know. And I was like, I'm she trying. wasn't she wasn't getting physically, you know, damp for him. And I was like, I kept winning. He kept saying, she kept saying it was he was chafing her. And I was like, well, were they not using any uh what's that? Nothing. Using? Look, nothing nothing that's another thing though because a lot of people feel a lot of people don't understand that lube helps and 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 it's like they make it seem like oh because i don't need no lube i get wet I, that, that's not that's not this is you know sex education sex education sex education because the way that people say i'd be like I even be talking to my friends. So you don't use lube? Oh, I, I get wet enough. I say, sex education, baby. Sex education. Because y'all just... But it's also... But think about it. It's also physical attraction. She was not attracted to that attracted man. Attracted to him at all. She did not want no sexual relations with that She man. didn't even want to be in the house with him. She didn't right. want, she wanted nowhere near that man. So it was already at zero. Can you imagine trying to even muster up a sexual attraction to this person? Yeah, when you said it, it wasn't gonna happen. It wasn't gonna happen. It, it was, was like, yeah, she don't get wet. She don't get wet. Yeah, because he tried to call her out when the theory came to the house. Her, her, her dry ass, her dry ass pee, and I was just like, he had to check his, he had to tell him to hold on, sir. He said it ain't dry for me, sir. We, we don't have that problem over here. He said it ain't dry for me, sir. It ain't, it ain't dry. dry. It's Maybe super dry moist. for you. It's super, it's super moist over here. Yeah. It's given, it's given juicy guitar over here. Okay, so. Right. Okay. <laughs> But you know, in one part of the book, like when she in in theory had sex for the first time, he made the comment that she had never had an orgasm before. And I said, well, that's not true. Because remember, after she came home from a, a little get together at their house and she had she and Marlon had sex on the uh, staircase, she, she came thinking about theory. And I was like, yeah, no, she's she had one before. <laughs> maybe she ain't had one up until maybe. that point. She had one based off of him. She had one yeah, thinking about theory. Yeah, she yeah. had one thinking about theory. I was like, oh, but she had one she thinking about you, sir. In the beginning, that she was initially attracted to Marlon. It was okay in the beginning with yeah. them, right? But as the situation got worse and as he started beating on her more and shit like that, then it was okay. This yeah, when his, when his when his representative finally left and his true self finally showed and his true self showed up, then shit got worse. Yes. 
It, 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 it's, it's a crazy story. Like, I was reading it, and I was like, this shit is wild as fuck. Like, this is a wild ass story. And I feel like we had, like, the funny moments to kind of, like, stub off that kind of, like, hopeless yes. yes. situation. Because that shit was hopeless. Like, it's bad when you know you can't even depend on your own mother to get you out this shit. At all. Yeah. Well, I didn't bad. know. I didn't know. And I'm thinking, even if you had known, I don't really think you, I think you would have done less than what Lillian does. But she proved it. The mother yeah. proved it. Once exactly. she found out, she even told Lillian, well, I, 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 I stopped at I didn't sign up for this. She was like, girl, you paid for Right, you, you, you bought and you paid, paid for it. What Lillian told her, you bought and paid for it. Shut the fuck up and keep taking it. <laughs> yep, and get yeah. your daughter in line. And get, get your, your daughter, daughter in line. Get that help in line. Get your daughter in check. It reminds me of that. What's that Tyler Perry movie with Lynn Whitfield? Oh, yeah. Yes. I think that was uh Madea's family reunion. Yes, I think it was the family yes. reunion. Yes. It reminds me of that when with when Lynn Whitfield yeah. basically sold her daughter yes. to Blair Underwood. Yeah, you know, so it, it gave those vibes from from Lynn yeah. uh, crazy ass. The, the story was wild because I think she covered a lot of things like how grooming, how a lot of black families they use their kids to get out of poverty because think about it phoenix's mother used her to get out mm -hmm. of to not to get out of because they weren't really in poverty out of the dot to stay out of it and she, I mean, also, she wasn't willing her, to do anything she kept blaming her husband well your daddy got us in the day phoenix said no nah, you 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 were you you damn near drove my daddy to his grave yeah and it and was I'm so glad. sad because that man was so in love with her. And he could just, it, it didn't matter what he did. It was just never enough for her. Yeah, never enough. No. That man worked. And my thing was, that. had she, the three, I, I'm, and again, I, I'm thinking of, I, like I said, I like money. My, my greatest motivator <laughs> is money. But I'm, when they said it was $300,000, I'm like, so imagine if you had just put a life insurance policy on this man, you could have had the pay. same three hundred thousand, if not more. More, exactly. If not, and more. you wouldn't have had to do. And then you still could have put your daughter through nursing school. You still would have been plan okay. on doing. You could have groomed her, and, and I'm not saying that this is a better option. I'm just saying that if you had a life insurance policy. You send her to nursing school. We already know how manipulative parents can be. Yeah. She gives you money every month to take care. You keep her at home as long as you can to help take care of bills. You get whatever from the life insurance. And none of this would have been necessary. But because you not only were greedy, greedy. but lazy. Lazy. That's the problem with Arizona. She was lazy. Lazy. She didn't want to work. Very lazy. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't want to work. Do any, she didn't want to work. Because okay, you didn't get a life insurance policy, but you didn't. You're you're in this Tea Party organization. None of these women have dropped dead. None of them have left the husband behind. But you haven't gotten remarried in any of this time. Your daughter has been getting her ass beat for the last decade. You haven't found a new sponsor to say, okay, well, if Lillian stops paying me, I have someone else's back. You don't even have a little friend. Nothing. 
But remember, they all were getting scammed by Lillian and, and the husband. They all was getting scammed. Like everybody was getting scammed. And the, the fact that Arizona knew that everybody was getting scammed and still didn't give a fuck, she only called the FBI when it suited Wait, her situation. It was like, yeah. bitch, I, I'm gonna need, I, I'm gonna need somebody to bust Phoenix mother upside the head. Cause bitch, what is you doing? Cause that 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 ain't make no sense. That she was just a terrible she's ass lazy. person. <laughs> she's she a lazy terrible. narcissist. She, she was like this. Yeah, she was she was terrible. That. I was like, my God, on today, I I can't even imagine. Like you literally helped groom your daughter to take care of nut. <laughs> like what the fuck? That's that's all she did. That's all she did. But, okay, like, if you've ever been in a church, and I grew up in the Seventh-day Adventist church. I can't speak for much other churches. I have experience with some, but I speak from, like, Seventh-day Adventist. And I have seen more than one marriage come about because they find a young church sister, hoist her off on a deacon or someone's son, and is for no reason other than we need to control him. Right. No, this man is a dog. He right. Has five kids with five different women. You come because you're you're a good influence. You're a nice Christian influence on his life. This nice man Christian. runs her into the ground. A nice, a nice Christian woman. <laughs> and 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 what it comes back to, oh, well, the Lord it's, says, well, fuck that. No. But no, what? I'm not it, gonna it, sit here and suffer. <laughs> it it was sad. I I I feel like in the book, I'm glad. Like even though Theory <laughs> wasn't a good man per se, I, there was, was a conversation terrible. that they had where she said, like, remember how she was struggling? Like once they decided to make this a thing, how when she left Marlon after <laughs> after Theory went to the house and fucked everybody, <laughs> not that wig right off. <laughs> Let me tell you something, when that weird cat toppling, I said, child. Child. But I like, I like the conversations that she had with Phoenix struggling to be in a relationship with Theory, even though Theory was trying to prove to her, like, I'm not him. You need to, but it was hard for her to mm-hmm. let that lifestyle, that abuse, all that shit, it was hard oh. for her to let it go. But I like that even though he was a terrible, like he was a terrible dude. But once she came in, he showed her that you deserve better than what you were getting. You know, you deserve better than your mother. You deserve better than this this man that's supposed to be your husband. You deserve better than that. And I mm-hmm. like that he proved to her that we we don't you don't have to do this. Like he's very patient with her. Right. Yeah. He's very patient with her. But I feel like he's a he psycho, so he had no choice. <laughs> Psychos be patient, now. They be patient. Psychos be patient. But yeah, I feel yeah, like he didn't have any choice to be with her because her mental, like being in that shit since 16, she was fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was fucked up. He had no choice but to be patient and prove to her that he was different from Marlon because the fuck, the girl was literally fucked up in the head. She was thinking, in her head, and then remember when she had the in the book where she had the dream where Marlon showed up at the house and yeah. shot Theory. I was like, bitch, what is going on in this book? <laughs> oh, baby, she was petrified. She was petrified. She was scared. 
and that was just from her leaving an abusive situation, going to, into something safe, and she didn't know how to deal with it. And side by side, if we put Marlon and Fury against each other, they're not that different. Yeah, but in think about terms it. of how psycho they are. The only fine line that separates them is that Fury actually cared about Phoenix. So yeah. he used his crazy to cover her because when she called from the gas <laughs> he was like, hold on, why are you crying? And the and I know um, Young and Shy, they had their issues, but once Young knew that his stage partner was in trouble, he was like, listen, get the strap and right. let's, let's go. go. Let's like, go. Not, not his he said, listen, he said, oh, you, we only find a space partner like this once in a lifetime. Why I got to protect, protect Phoenix at all costs. Let's go. <laughs> he was ready to roll 10 deep to go get his girl. Right. Y'all was like, y'all ain't fucking up my goddamn spade partner. No, the no. fuck not. <laughs> what do you call her? Come on, bougie. Let's right. go because if Fury didn't go get her, Young was listen. Young was gonna find a helicopter. He was calling the CIA, the FBI, right. MI6. Everyone. That man by his face partner. No, no. but look at the like the 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 dynamics of like how Phoenix mother and uh, Marlon's parents live like that kind of like bougie suburban life and then you had Tracy you know Theory's um, mom who was just like the like the most ghettoest mom that you you know what I'm saying when they, they have like this attitude it's like that respectability co- uh, politics you know like in the black community like how you should act as a black person how you should move in the world and you should have this type of lifestyle and stuff like that but at the end of the day, these people that Phoenix thought cared about her, they were terrible people. Mm-hmm. But Phoenix in not Phoenix, but Theory and his people, even though they lived in the hood, they were good fucking people. Like they were yeah. good people at the core. At their core. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But then you had these people that lived in the suburbs that were terrible people that were grooming girls, stealing. Like they were stealing. Pretty much from the government, from the government, not even from you and me, but from the government. You are different at the father for leaving them. He said, I'm out. (laughs) He dipped on their asses so quick when all that came out. I mean, he and and, and like the lawyer said, yeah, he left you a hold in the bag. Right. You just signing papers, signing papers. Lady, this man is scamming you too. I, baby, I peep game. The minute he said sign this, I said, "Oh, she gonna take the power for everything." She damn gonna go to jail. I mean, she didn't even hesitate. She didn't ask a single damn question. Not once she said, "What is this?" She just give me a pen. That man don't even like you, and you out here signing shit. You don't even know what it is. He talked to her. He was so disrespectful to her, yes, and he was. was like, "How she? Whatever she asked him, he was like, how is that your business?'" Baby, he checked her ass real quick, fast, in a hurry. Uh, you need to, you need to mind the business that pays you, and let me handle this. I was, was like, oh, the, this it was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, okay, okay. All if right. we are rating, if we're rating theory as a side nigga from one to five, <laughs> I need you. I need you to give me. I need you to give me the number. Negative ten. <laughs> Because uh, again, he did not read the manual on how to be a prop. Okay. 
Okay. Zero out of five he, would not recommend. I give him a negative zero. He was terrible. He's in a position without reading the instructions. Sir. Listen, let's talk about the fact that she told uh, her husband that her mama had a stroke so she could go to the goddamn concert. <laughs> This is why I say she was not your typical domestic of abuse victim because mm -hmm. baby, she was doing shit that most people, mm -hmm. most women that are abused by their husbands would not do. Will not do. They Seriously, you left your husband in a damn, uh, you left your husband mm -hmm. to go be with your side nigga and, and then was out on camera? And then was on Listen. Facebook Live all booed up with the nigga at the concert. I'm like, you I was like, this Bought her a building. That's all I'm saying. Like, bitch, 
I'm mad because I'm like, why y'all keep writing these motherfuckers in this? This is the dating pool in real life. I, ain't nobody out here like that. Where they at? Where's my theory? Where is he? Where's my theory? I'm willing to put up with the crazy. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm I don't mind. put up with the crazy as long as I can manage it. So let's wrap let's wrap up this uh conversation. Give me your final thoughts on this book. Like how do you feel about this book? Would you think the author could have done better? What was your favorite part? Like, just give me your final thoughts on this book. I thought it was extremely well written. And listen, I don't do recommendation recommendations. You know, I'm picky about books like, like most people are picky about food, you know. Mm-hmm. I like who I like. I read who I read. I don't do recommendations. And I generally try to stay away from uh, uh, unknown authors. Yeah. But when she recommended this book, I, I, I'll take a recommendation, you know. So when I went into this book, I honestly went into it to dis- expecting to dislike it. So I was. <laughs> don't do me in that. Don't do me. <laughs> I, was, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I loved this book. I thought it was extremely well written. The characters were likable. Well, the characters were lovable, actually. Lovable. I loved everything about this book. There's not a single aspect of it that I did not like, that I did not like about it. I th- well, I think the, in- the ending, while she did get her happily ever after, I was sad that she lost one of the twins. Yeah. She was not expecting the twins, and they had been, he had wished the twins on her. I love the humor in the book. Yeah. And, you know, I just wish that she hadn't lost one of the babies. But other than that, I thought this book was just phenomenal. Yes. Andy. So I I'm going to say I like certain aspects of the book. Um I will say that I wish there was a proofreader because yes. there were some certain instances where like I said I get secondhand embarrassment. So there were certain instances where I felt like a proofreader or editor, something was needed to get it better. But I didn't know if this was like a first book or a second book. So I'm I'm, with indie authors. I'm a little bit more lenient with the writing. We need to talk about that too. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say I, my favorite part of the book was definitely Tracy and KK but more so Tracy because, and I think we had this talk the last time I was here um, when we did Shay Sanders' book on how we portray Black motherhood. Mm-hmm. And you don't always get the Black mother that, Carissa, sorry. <laughs> you don't always get the Black mother that's not perfection. Right. That's shown with respect. Right. And Tracy was not perfect. Tracy was not, you know, your average suburban mom with the white Range Rover and the private schools. But Tracy genuinely loved not only her children, but Phoenix. And she was ready to show up for them. And KK was ready to ride with her. (laughs) I thought theory was a crackpot. And he he definitely <laughs> was crazy, but he was still a safe space from the excessive crazy of Marlon. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't 
keen on the ending like I think it could have been fleshed out a little bit more mm-hmm. like the epilogue was okay but I feel like the epilogue could have been sidestepped if we got maybe like another chapter or two. Oh, and we didn't talk about it, but I love the prison scene <laughs> with Marlon. <laughs> yes! Oh! Yes! <laughs> Baby! Oh, reminder. That Can we get a seven-year was... update on that? Because I want to see what Marlon had in seven years after his sale may get out. Because, baby, yeah. when I, I was, you was like, I was calling him daddy. <laughs> when I tell you, I was, the, the book was serious, but there, there were bouts of humor in there that made that better. Yeah. So I, I, I just would only suggest like proofreading, but I like the overall characters that, that we were supposed to like, young, mm-hmm. shy, KK, like they were all genuinely good people because you don't normally see that in fiction. They're usually the right. bad guys. Yes. Right. And they yes. weren't, they were treated with respect. Yes. And they were treated as people. Right. And I love that because yeah. you have these, you know, people that live certain places and you automatically think of them a certain way or because they talk a certain way, but it was not like that at yeah. all. And I love that. But I wish that we had better editing. a little bit more like editing, but also if we had gotten a little bit more in depth with how we cover up mental health. Yeah. yeah. But I we we with this time that she had for the book, I think she did the best she could. Yeah. I would recommend it. I like I said, I had a good laugh. I was I went to bed at like 2 30, 2 40, because I had to finish it. So that says something. If I stay up, if you keep me up, my bedtime is like nine o'clock. So if you keep me up past nine o'clock, then you did something right. You yeah. did something right. So I would definitely recommend reading it. Just know that this is not like feel good, happy, happy, but like you will be cursing. You will be throwing your phone or your Kindle. Something like if you don't take it, if, if you watch P Valley, it's like Keyshawn. That's what I kept thinking that mm-hmm. this is like Keyshawn. You want to yes. just go and take Phoenix, put her in the car, and drive away with her because she will frustrate you. But you have to stop and think that my mentality is not her mentality. Yeah, and I, I, I would read from the. I would recommend this book, and I would read something else from this author. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I pretty much feel the same way um, Annette and Candida uh, do. I, I do feel like. Because, so my big thing is going into a lot of Black romances. A lot of authors don't do triggers. And I feel like she should have put triggers yes. at the beginning of this book so that people going into it, because you we should know that there's domestic abuse. We should know, like, all these, these this situation that um, Phoenix is in. Um, my triggers was all over the place reading this book, but I stuck through. I think the author did a very good job of balancing out um, kind of like the humor with the depressive. I mean, the fucking situation that uh, Phoenix was in was really depressive. And I, I think this book, if people go in it, it will probably resonate with a lot of people in that situation. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I <laughs> theory not recognizing that he was the side dude in a situation <laughs> fucking hysterical. He, he was, was like, not the God. side dude. <laughs> like, I understand everybody yeah. kept telling her and you told her yourself, 
but again, this girl, this woman in her head, that is her husband, no matter how bad the situation is with her husband in her head, that's my husband. I still have to show him some form of respect. So I just can't be showing up when you want me to. I can't be popping up in the bathroom 20 minutes later. I think he kind of like exaggerated like her situation and, and, and stressed her out more. But um, uh-huh. it was a good story. I, I, I would highly recommend this book too. I really, really would, but I would definitely uh, put people onto the triggers. Yeah. That was a big thing for me going inside of this book, along with agreeing with Candy, the the editing. It was a lot of editing stuff, but definitely for me, I I needed triggers before I went inside this book. I needed to know to make me, you know, to to get me more comfortable into going inside the story. And I don't think a lot of uh, Black authors uh, realize that when we have triggers. They don't, they don't understand that. They think we're giving away spoilers, but bitch, we need to know. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Miss Tama. Okay, so I really do. I agree with, I feel like I agree with all of you guys um, on your thoughts. But like I said, I really do think that as um, Black Romans, we really need to do add more content warnings. At this point, I feel it also needs to compensate me because I was up reading this shit all night. She need to pay me because, baby, you take my sleep. I thoroughly enjoyed this book. And you can tell because when I texted to all of y'all, I was like, read this book. Yes, she was. <laughs> yes. This is, the like, only book of, this is the only book that she recommended I picked up right away, just to let y'all know. But I did ahead. too. I did too. I was, I, was, I was at the end of a book, and I already, because I tend to make lists now of what yeah. I want to read next. Yeah. When she, when she told me you need to read this book, I was like, okay, I got like two chapters left in the book. The current book I'm reading, I'll jump right into it. Right. And yes, I was up. I was deterred. It took me about two, because I'm a slow reader. And it took mm-hmm. me about two days. And that last day, I too was up to 2.30 in the morning trying to finish that book. Yeah. I couldn't stop. I was just yeah. like, I kept looking at the clock. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to finish this book tonight. Right. I'm going to finish no. it. <laughs> After the restaurant scene, I think that's when it's just like, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to do one more chapter or one more page. <laughs> I stopped, I stopped lying to myself after. Look, I stopped lying to myself after the restaurant scene. I was just like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna go ahead and finish. It. Yes, I feel like after the restaurant scene, like the book accelerated into just it was just crazy, and I loved and I loved every minute of it. But I, like I said, content warnings, editing for me, and um, I really feel like I wanted a little more on page with Theory and Phoenix, and I feel like um. She was focusing on the other characters, which was good because we loved them. But it was this scene that made me realize that we didn't get enough of them on page. When she went to Theory's house and then she and then he was said, he said something like, Oh, you're closing the drawer. So I was like, This bitch got closed in the drawer. We okay. didn't know happened. Yes. So it means that there's so much that we missed out on their development as a couple, as them, you know, him being the side nigga who ain't know he was a side nigga. So I felt like I wanted more of them on page. And then like um, Annette said, the ending, I just felt like all this, 
all the strife and pain that she went through dealing with Marlon ass, I feel like she deserved a happy ending. Granted, she did. Yeah. Like she said, losing the twins. I was like, no, man, she deserved this. Like, why? Why? I was a little sad about that. I was like, yeah, I was very I sad about should, that. She had already gone through it enough. She should. Yeah, she it was like one hundred percent happily, not a half a happily ever. Exactly. I was like, we already been past the drama after after everything happened unfold and everybody in jail and they did their thing i felt like everything else should have been baby powder and baby lotion that's what i feel baby candy everything should have been soft as fuck that's how i feel yeah it it was like trauma put on yes it was like extended trauma i was like what happened i was like no but other than that i absolutely loved loved this book yeah like the way that she weaved suspense and the mystery and the thrill with hilarity in this book is amazing. And it takes, honestly, it takes talent to do that, to take something that's so heavy. Did you realize in that it's really not as heavy as you, as it feels because she's mixing in the jokes and all this other stuff. So I, I loved that about this book. So yeah, I, I appreciated that about yeah. the aspect of that book. I think for her to have such heavy topics and to kind of like blend it in, kind of like seamlessly with the hilarity mm-hmm. that we got from like KK and Tracy, and you know the situations that um, Phoenix would have when she when she went to you know their houses. Either she was at Tracy house or she was at um uh. Theory house, it was it, it was a good balance, and yeah, I, I yeah, that takes talent. I think she did an excellent job of doing that. But yeah, girl, I I'm gonna need for you to put some damn triggers. So Conky wanted and if this and the it. sister need her book, the sister need her yeah, book. Yes. I don't get a I, book I, I need sister. Sister. Yes, I would we love a book on Rima and uh, Shy. I would love to see where they're going at. Where how they how they need because you know he got two baby mamas. There's bound to be some drama somewhere along the line in that relationship. But I would remember, love. he said they all got along. Yeah, he because he did say yes. that he was not with neither one of them when he made his kids. Not he was not together with them. So there should he 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 specifically said there should be no drama amongst the two of them because he was not with neither one of them when he had their, his kids. No, because he was taking them on park days, like we're gonna have a family day, and this is <laughs> right. But you know, we're, we're gonna have fun. But you know how it is when a woman comes into a situation that don't have kids, and they go into a relationship with a man that have kids. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, I would love. So, I would definitely love a story on. Uh, and honestly, I would love a story with Theory's mama too. I <laughs> yes. Because Miss Tracy's only 42. Exactly. Yes. She's yes. Young, 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 young mama and grandmother. She needs her man that can ex- that she needs a man that know how to t- that, that that can deal with her. Exactly. Somebody love. Amen. I would love stories of those two characters, please. And thanks. And I have I will slide in your DMs. And I will ask, <laughs> you know I ain't ashamed to be in these DMs. Maybe I'd be like, so what what, what, what we getting next? What are we talking because about? This what book was about? older woman, younger man. And you yes. know that's me. You know what? I'm not a huge fan of that genre, but I could totally see Tracy having a younger man. Yeah, and then I think yes. that's what she needs. I think it oh, oh, if she had a younger man like Theory. <laughs> I can totally see it. I can 
I can just see that. Because the way she twerks, child, listen. Listen, my knees can't do all of that. My knees Older woman, younger man is my shit. That's my shit. My knees could never. <laughs> okay, y'all. So generally at this point, we go into our books and bullshit version of the uh our bullshit version of the book. So anybody got any bullshit they want to get off their chest? Anybody got you know, any talk I, I always have bullshit, but you know what? I'm sick. I am fucking sick of the black romance community. Okay. I am sick because recently I've received some information where I feel like um, I was told that authors are saying that I, Tima, AKA Shades and Pages, is bringing down black authors basically because of my reviews. And you know what, that upset me because I feel like since I've started doing this, I've done nothing but highlight black authors. And what I will not do, like I said on Twitter when I went on my little mini run, and I don't give a fuck what nobody says, staying up there, I'm not taking it down. I said what I said, and that's how I feel. And I will reiterate what I said. Fuck y'all. Because y'all some unappreciative bastards. That's how I feel. It's ridiculous. They are. And it's like, I'm not a, I'm not a yes reviewer. If you're looking for yes reviewers, Please inbox me because I could send you a few bloggers out there who I know off jump who gonna tell you, oh my god, this book was so good. You need to read this book. I could, I could, I got a few. I got 10 off my head right now. If that's what you're looking for, then I got you. But I'm not that. And when when have we become to come to the place where black authors feel that like they are above criticism? Because you are black. Oh. <laughs> I'm supposed to automatically give you five stars. We already had this conversation a few days, a few months ago, did we, about reviewing, and y'all come back with this same bullshit again? Let me tell you, fuck y'all with a sick dick, okay? With a sick dick. Sick one. And I mean that, for real, because I feel like at this point, y'all taking my silence for weakness, and I ain't no weak bitch, okay? I ain't no weak bitch. I be quiet, because you know I ain't shit. And I'll cuss out everybody. Everybody. But it seems like moving forward, I'm airing out motherfuckers because y'all got me fucked up. Hello? And I don't like that. And I feel like I've done Listen. nothing but highlight Black authors. Majority of my page is Black fucking authors. That's who I read, Black romance. But you know what? I, what I, if they would put this much energy into writing a grammatical if they would put this Hello. much energy into writing a grammatically correct book and into, uh, you know what I don't understand is I still have yet, and I, if this is an this is an honest bafflement on my part, I still have yet to figure out if they honestly think they don't need an editor or if they just can't afford a good editor. And I'm going with the latter because there is absolutely no way that you can put out a book that's 100% full of errors and then have the audacity to get upset when somebody calls that shit out in the, in a review. I need you to put that much energy about being that upset about getting a critical review, an honest review, which you have repeatedly asked of your readers. And then you, you, you practically throw a tantrum because someone is telling you, and I'm like, instead of getting upset with us, why don't you take what we say to heart 
and, 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 and start perfecting your craft because baby doll, I need uh, I need you to understand that 90% of y'all can't even fucking write. You just got lucky. <laughs> you just you got, got lucky. You got lucky, but you've gotten lucky because you've gotten you've gotten a nice you've nice little following. You've gotten some people that don't mind reading your books because it's giving very much. I don't give a fuck how this book reads, what how many errors I put in here. I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna write it's it in giving a book. However long Game of Thrones has been out. And I have done more research on a 500 word or less fanfic that's only going to archive of our own. Like literally only the people that are in this fandom are going to read my fanfic. And not all of the people in this fandom are going to read this fanfic. It may be a hundred people. But I put more research into that shit than a lot of authors put into a 300-page fucking book. Because a lot of times, you can read it and tell 
who is yes. going to Tyler Perry <laughs> for how people in a certain tax bracket act versus right. actually knowing people or researching people in that tax bracket because I'm in the six-figure tax bracket. It, it don't feel that way because I live in Florida, so it don't fucking matter because my mortgage is too fucking high. But that's how you can tell they don't do research because they look at a number and say, if you make this amount, then you're bougie. But I'm like, do you know what property taxes are? Do you know what car insurance is? Cost of living and whoop your ass, baby. Costs of living and whoop your ass. What I make in Florida would be a whole different story if I was in Kentucky Oklahoma, or West Virginia. Virginia. You'll well, be an admin in Oklahoma. What you make in Florida, you'll be an admin with the with the with the rich people. Right. I, I would have a whole mini mansion if I was over there. But they come and they don't do any research. They don't do any basic steps. Nothing. No. No. They just go by, oh, this is what I think people exactly like, so you make this amount you're rich and they don't think you know that and, and that's the shit that kills me they don't think that we can figure that shit out i can right. read a book and know that you didn't do the proper research versus doing enough just to know doing looking at scanning some shit and writing it in your book just to say you you've read just enough to know that this is what this right. is not the actual yeah. and then some people seem to think that that's not a good enough reason to give an author a low a low rating or a bad review yes the it is. Why is it not because you have no business writing on a subject you know nothing about nothing about that's because it does not come across it, as valid and it does not come across it, it's not accurate and it does not come across believable and, and, and i read a book about an author that was trying to write about narcolepsy she didn't know what the fuck she was doing she wrote she wrote just enough to know what narcolepsy is that was it she didn't necessarily incorporate it correctly into the storyline and i put that in my damn review it was obvious you did not you did no real research on this on, on, on this diagnosis because come right. on now i need you to and i need you to know they, they act like we're stupid no sweetie yeah. no we're not and it absolutely pisses me off the inconsistencies that some of these authors have with their books when they write series they don't fucking remember what they write i still to this day don't get that i don't understand how you can go from one book your author your character is one age and another in one book and then they've aged damn near two or three years either forward or backwards but the book has not moved forward or backwards in time right you're picking up where we left off from book one Right. I think it's just absolute, and I think that's I equate that to lazy writing. You can't even be bothered to remember what you write. Again, I say this: your readers remember what you write. Why can't you? I will always you know what? Somebody, like who got the audacity to get pissed off and say some shit about we're tearing down the black book community? No, you are tearing down the black book community with your laziness and trifliness, and you and and not wanting to to do what you are supposed to do as an author. Come on now. You know what? I'm gonna piggyback off of what Annette said, and if I could do, uh, if I could be transparent like that, that really put me in my feelings. Like, actually, Rhonda, I was fucking pissed. As you should be. I was fucking mad because I'm like, I get it, I get it. Black romance is the wave now. Black romance is popular now. Black romance is the wave now. Are only certain black romance. But okay. motherfucker. But like hey, I said, but motherfucker, don't forget, don't forget when y'all was begging us to review your 
fucking books. Paying when you was books. begging us to review your books. When everybody else was paying Black Romance motherfucking dust and you had a group of Black Romance bloggers who posted your work consistently on Instagram so the white readers can see, okay, these are the new Black authors we have out here. This is what we're reading because let's be real. The reason why the white girls are reading your books is because the Black girls who's been holding it down was posting your, your books. Books. Was and your they books. still aren't reading your book. They're and they still ain't reading, reading your books. books. You got a handful of white reviewers and a handful of white reviews that do read them, tear the shit down. But you don't see them jumping up on the date reviews to uh, uh, call them Never. You don't see them talking Never. shit to the white reviews. You don't see Debbie, them calling like, them white reviews. Thank, thank you for giving my book a chance. But you want to say that I am tearing on the black community where I am literally reading five to seven books a motherfucking okay. week a week i am so literally I, I, reading I, I, five to seven books a week and even though i don't review all i'm posting wrap-ups to let right. people know okay this is what i'm reading and i'm tearing down the black community y'all got me all the way fucked up and, and the two like and the authors who was talking shit one of them i ain't never read her shit so i don't know what the fuck she's talking about and the other one I even forgot I read your book. So, baby, what I'm telling you, the book was not that memorable. Okay? Now, is, are these friends like of Miss Sale? They don't like to take accountability. They Wait, don't like the. They don't like to take accountability. No, no. they're not friends of Miss Sale. They don't like. <laughs> they don't because no. how they're is they're too any, focused on the wrong thing. How is any person on the internet reviewing your book and saying, "Hey, I I like this book, but I didn't like." A, I didn't like D, I didn't like F in this book. And now you're saying, I'm trying to, as a reader, I'm trying to tear you down as a black person because I told you what was the problem with your book. How is that? Uh, how is that tearing you down when I'm trying to tell you this is an issue in your book? And let's not forget a lot of these black authors. Listen, every day these motherfuckers get on the internet and they talk about how white authors do wrong. But Seriously? Really? Seriously, every day, almost every day they get on the internet and they talk about what white authors do. But y'all write stereotypical characters. Y'all write, mm -hmm. write abusive. Y'all write domestic abuse. And again, even though I just enjoyed this book we just talked about, there were no trigger warnings. Where were the trigger warnings? No trigger warnings, no content warnings. Well, that was a oh. complaint in, in a Facebook group where they said, a lot of readers complained about authors not putting triggers, you know, at the beginning of the book. But then one author said, well, it's almost a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. You're no, damned not. if you do because readers say, well, you're giving away part of the storyline before I can no, read, read it. It's considered a spoiler. And then you're damned if you do it, you don't. Now I'm triggered, you know. And I'm just like, I, I, it's not that I'd rather be forewarned is forearmed. And it's not, I but you're not telling them what is happening. You're saying this book has domestic violence, it has rape. You're just letting them know. You ain't saying, okay, you ain't telling them where the domestic violence is or what type of domestic violence. Y'all niggas is dumb. What is wrong with you? I always tell people you never know who's going, who's picking up your book. You never know what's going to trigger a person. Like you can't say that, okay, if I have domestic abuse in my book, it's a it's a spoiler. No, bitch, that's a trigger. 
What if I have to got out of a situation and she just picked up your book? What are you talking about? That's a dumb thing to say. That is a dumb piece of shit statement. It's dumb. <laughs> and it's dumb because a lot of times, I'll be honest, like all of that stuff before chapter one, 10 times out of 10, I don't read it. So even if you put a content warning there, I will say the only time that I have actively read a content warning is Christina C. Jones puts them all the time. Um, Shay Sanders does them. And I think uh, Beverly Jenkins does them often. And with Miss Beverly's book, because she does um, historicals, I'll check hers because sometimes I don't want to read certain parts of slavery because she had right. like, one book where one of her main characters was recaptured after escaping slavery while she was pregnant and she was forced to go back on the plantation and work. And that was hard for me to read. But because I had the warning ahead of time, I didn't know where and when it was, but I was better prepared. But right. also, even with the content warnings, again, what matters is the author. Because a lot of times authors don't care about their characters or their readers. So nope. Beverly, I'll, I'll use Beverly Jenkins because she's like my gold standard because she has all sorts of shit happening in her book. There's kidnappings, there's murder, there's, you know, sex on wagons going down the, like she writes this, I'm like, Miss Beverly, now hold on. You're making me feel some kind of way that I'm half your age and you apparently lived a better life than I did. But right. she cares about the people that she's writing about. And, that's and awesome. it comes across in her writing. So even if there's something that is traumatic or something that could be hurtful to someone, the way she handles it, you as the reader are not going to be hurt in the process of reading it. And a lot of authors don't do that. They just write shit for the shock value. Like they write it like it's Game of Thrones where Lord exactly. Peter Bale is just throwing your ass in a brothel and he's wiping sperm off your face and telling you to go fuck somebody else. Like that's all, that's all it is. Like these triggers are literally plot twists for some of these authors. Like y'all putting these stuff in here, for, like plot twists and y'all are freaking triggering people. Like give us a different plot twist. But I, 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 I think it goes tired. back to what Candy, I think it goes back to what Candy said. I think it's about a caring about your readers. And I, I'm honest with y'all. I think a lot of these authors don't care about readers. Nope. They, they care about, they care about dollar value. They care about volume, who's opening their book, they, who's reading their book. And if you don't care about the reader, this is why I, I feel like this is why the so-called community is, at, is as, as, as toxic as it is. When you have people that come in it to it thinking, you know, you have people, oh, come over here. You know, we're good. We don't, we don't, we don't shame people we don't bash people we don't say anything wrong against people if they have an outside opinion of ours but then when people come in and once they start giving their opinions it's like now you're trying to tear us down listen yeah we understand as black people we're oppressed we have difficult situations and all that other shit but what you're not going to do is keep putting out these problematic books and then confront readers when people when readers are telling you this is a this this, this is a fucking problem it's a 
problem. I'm just tired. And it's not just in indie. I will say yes. that it's all over the place, and they don't it's like all over. It. They don't like it. They don't like it. They don't want to be criticized. They don't want to be talked no. down about because they've been oppressed enough. Well, bitch, I'm oppressed every day. Right? Write better books. And that's just Write it. Better Write books better and books. And be more consonant and then, out in the world. Because and I just the day, these white hoes ain't reading y'all shit without I'm sorry, they ain't. telling them to read. They ain't. I'm sorry. So if if y'all banking on the white women to read your book without the black women actually reading your books first, good luck. And again, these white readers don't like their books because they can't write. (laughs) And that's because wait a minute, let me tell you, white readers that tell them this wasn't written properly. Exactly. Right. They're basically saying the same thing we are, but they're not eating their asses. and said that you know there wasn't any research on a specific on a specific topic and i got unfollowed on twitter <laughs> like, apparently if I, unfollowing us on, on, on social media is gonna hurt our feelings you can unfollow me you can block me you can do whatever the fuck you want to do and this was a different author like that ass up with a bad review if your book is trash please know this was a different author after the conversation that we had, because we've already had this conversation. So yeah. the fact that I have to come back and talk about this again, it's fucking upsetting because I am tired. At, 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 I'm tired of it. At the end of it all, what's going to happen with this rise of black romance? What you're going to start seeing at the end of it's 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 gonna it's gonna be the same thing that's going on in indie romance now. Okay, you're gonna have a lot of butt kissing, a whole lot of booty licking. Okay, I've seen the butt kissing already, and I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. If you don't like what I have to say, you can unfollow me, you can mute me, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't care. I'm gonna still like that. I'm gonna do what I am going to fucking do. And you and also shout out to all the all the all the book reviewers and bloggers who I thought I was cool with, but who was silent on the situation. Like I see you. Shout out to y'all motherfuckers. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> shout out to y'all. I, I will light up anyone. I did, and I'll say the book because I still this book still irritates my soul. Like, but I got a copy of Wahala. And 
the original description was not what happened in the book at all. So it was it was well written, and this is what people fail to realize. You can have a you can have a book that's not so well written that's still good. Yes, you sure can. And that you still enjoy. Yes, and you can have a very well written book that's still shit. And I had two of them, Wahala and Violin Conspiracy. And Wahala was the most racist piece of shit written by a black author that I have had the displeasure of reading. Literally, like at the end of the book, I wanted to apologize to this person for having the misfortune of having a black parent and specifically having a Nigerian black parent. I'm not Nigerian. And I wanted to apologize to this person that they had the misfortune of having a Nigerian parent because reading this book, I was like, you absolutely cannot A, enjoy being Nigerian and B, enjoy being black because at no point in this book did you have anything positive to say about being black, much less being Nigerian. Mm. And I, when I said, I still submitted the review, I gave it, I think like two stars because it was well-written and it, it met all of the grammatical checkpoints, but the storyline itself was horrendous. But I think a and lot of black authors, they write stories not for black readers. They write stories no. for the white gaze. And this is why we you get so preach. much this is why we get so much from black authors. This is why we get stories full of, of stereotypes and racism and and and, and because classes. they're pandering to and like I like to say they're pandering to a white audience because right. yeah. I read I read I'm still trying to figure out who the, who I who I build who I send the bill to to reclaim my time on this book. But the mixtape by Brittany Cherry. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who I need to reclaim, who I need to be able to reclaim my time. Because listen, I fought myself for not doing research on this author before I read her book, but it wasn't until after I read her book, I went and checked out her catalog. And when I tell you I was uber pissed off, this is a black woman who clearly panders to a white audience. All right. of her books have either white men or white couples on the covers. She had one book that had an interracial couple with a white woman with a black man. And then the one book, the one fucking book she writes about a black character, a black couple, she doesn't feature them on her goddamn cover. Because again, you know, you do have those black, you do have some black authors that that subscribe to that theory that black people on the cover will people not don't sell. Their and I, I mean, said they don't sell. They don't sell. They sell. I ate her ass up in that review. I said, <laughs> had I known, I said I don't return books, but if I could turn this bullshit, I would. Right, and I ate her ass up, and I said, just the fact that she didn't put a black cu a couple on her book, I would never fucking buy another book. But aside from that, the book was just bad. It was poorly written. It was cringy. It was just bad all around. And I'm like, that couple was black in theory only. It was a white couple because it wasn't she black. About it was. It was. It was wishful thinking. Thank you. And I said, I said right. please don't let the please don't let the melanin skin and the dress that this this author is rocking because she is not for us. She is not she is clearly nope. pandering to a white audience. Yep. She don't mind getting us if we gonna buy her books, but her primary focus are white women, and it just and pisses she, me off when you come when I come across black authors who do that, and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Why do you seem to think that you can't write for both? 
Why do you think you need to pander to one to get the, the money you seem to think that you're going to get? And then and have the audacity to try to, to, to defend your behavior, girl. And that pisses me off because they always, it always, it always goes back to that theory how white people always feel like black people don't read. Like y'all don't read, y'all don't, y'all not smart. You know, y'all don't do shit. And when black authors buy into that by saying, oh, black people, black people aren't going to read my stories. Or, you know, if I have black people on the cover, white people are going to read it. It pisses me off because to me, you're buying into that motherfucking concept that we don't read. We don't write. That we're not book smart. Like, bitch, I, I, I just, I can't fuck with you. These are the same black people that grew up and they were, they were always the good black person. They were right. always the exception to the rule. I ain't a good black person. I ain't like, one of them. And I always have to remind them, I'm like, you do realize that there are countries where there are like either only black people or a majority of black people. I come from one of those countries. Shout out so to the Bahamas. Black college of Jamaica. <laughs> but I'm like, when you tell me that black people don't X, Y, and Z, I have to look at you like you're dumb. Because, right. okay, are black people a small fraction of America? Yes. Yeah. But you don't think you have black people over the world that will read your book? That's you don't the think thing. you have British black people that are reading your book because they're dying for representation of seeing people like themselves. Like, Tama and I have been working for, what, over a year now trying to find Caribbean romance. And it's like pulling fucking teeth because you find some, but for the most part, it's white people going to a Caribbean island. And writing black. And that's it. It's not actual black people in a black country having a romance. Like, where is my Jamaican romance with a teacher that has fallen in love with a farmer or a politician who not shit, but she's trying to make him better. Like wh- where is my just regular, regular Jamaican black romance? Right. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. Cause I read a lot of like African romance, like a lot of African mm-hmm. authors. Um, mm-hmm. I read a lot of African romance, a lot of African authors, I love African but I press. want to read, like, I want to read Jamaican romances. I want to read black co- co- Cubans. I want to ble- read black British people. I want to read like just, and I'm a black American all day. I'll say motherfucking 100%. I'm a black American. Like I, I, I was born here. I was raised here. That's what I know. But I want to know the experiences of other black people out in the diaspora. But it's like when you read books in the United States, they pander so heavy to white people. We can't even get authentic black stories, even if it is a, if it, even if it is a a, a, a a so-called African romance. You know what I mean? We we can't even get authentic black stories, and I, I, for me, that's that's sad. That's sad because it's like they really rely on white people to sell their books, and it's like, well, what the fuck about that's us? That's what I'm saying. These white people ain't selling your books. They're not. We are. And at the end of the day, a lot of these, a lot of these indie black romance authors that were indie, maybe five, 10 years ago, you're only mainstream now because black romance readers put your asses on. Only mainstream because black readers, black readers, okay? 
put y'all on. Y'all were on Twitter 10, 5, 10 years ago begging black, ro- black, ro- re- begging black romance readers to hype y'all up, and we did. And now y'all this like, well, right. we don't know yeah, y'all. Yeah. Now and, now you, and now y'all, your ungrateful asses are, are, are throwing tantrums because you don't like what we have to say about your books. Well, that's easily rectified. Put out better material. Hmm. Or better yet, let me know. Go get an editor that's going to tell you this is wrong. You need to say this. You need to do this. And it's the ones that have the have the audacity to slap a whole editing company on the Amazon book page. Girl, if you don't take that shit down when your book got when I just read three pages of errors already, honey. Well, how about and we haven't come out of chapter one? (laughs) Advocate for black editors once you get into that space. You're in a black, you're in a mainstream space now. How about you advocate for black editors? I don't want to read your book after a white person touched it. What they gonna tell me? Nope. They can't tell you. They're gonna tell you, oh, this this sounds wrong. Um, this subject verb tense doesn't go together because they don't know how black Americans speak. They don't know because I've seen books where it's like a, a Haitian American or Jamaican American, and they're like, oh. But even not, I won't even go there. There's a British author I read, um, Jill Manso, and they told her she couldn't use some of the words that she has in the UK edition of her book in the US edition of her book because people will be confused because what they people call it confused the white is, people because of, you can't pull up a dictionary apparently oh we, oh, we don't okay. we don't have kindles or google but because they have di- like she couldn't use fag or fanny or something like that because what they use it for is not what you use it for in america right. so her editors were like no you need to take it out and write it for a u.s audience so you can't tell me if they're doing this to a white woman from one of the whitest countries in the world who literally colonize everyone else you can't tell me these people can edit a book for black readers they cannot no they they can't can't. even edit a damn book for white people so what are you going to do for black people and they won't they can't and they won't and they won't that's like white authors trying to write about black women like you don't know us right they edit the books for white readers. They don't edit the books for black readers. And and that's just and that's just true facts. It's true tea. And you can come on here and say that's not the truth. It is. It is. Cuz I don't know if a black person is going inside a black uh, a black romance and you're reading it like this 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 no 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 no. <laughs> like no, this was not written for us. It was written for your white readers. It was it was written to make your white readers comfortable, not us. Mm-mm. It was written mm-hmm. to make your white readers comfortable. And I'm I'm really sick of black authors coming out talking about some. Well, this is written for the black girls. I don't I don't I don't believe. I don't see that. Home. I don't see that. This is right for the black girls who didn't feel seen in high school in 1997. Bitch, shut the fuck up. I just be like, oh my God. Give it a rest. Give it a rest. This is the question. The question is, why are we continuously having this conversation about reviews, about getting attacked for critical reviews 
That is the question. Why is this continuously coming up? And this is the reason why Black reviewers and bloggers are leaving the space because of bullshit like this. Because if you do not want shades and pages, if you do not want shades and pages to read your book, bitch, I got Instagram, I got Twitter. What else I got? I got TikTok, Facebook. Send me a message and I will not read your motherfucking book. I promise you, I'm Cecilia Ann Grant Grave. I will not pick up your shit. I promise you that. It's just that simple, yo. Because I tell y'all motherfuckers, I am not a yes reviewer. If your book is good, it will be reflected in my review. If this shit is, is this shit is bad, it will also be reflected in my review. I am not going to kiss your ass to get along with your face because that shit is nasty and I ain't doing it. But you know what? They honestly don't. In, in, in one of the Facebook groups I am, one of the admins posts, you know, and they're so messy in these groups, you know. I just kind of sit on the sidelines and read these posts. And she posted, you know, well, what constitutes a bad review or a low rating? What do you think should give? So people are shooting out things. And they're basically saying, you know, not doing proper research. Errors. They're giving out all this. And then she's just kind of shooting everything. Well, yeah, that's good. But that's not enough. That that shouldn't shouldn't qualify for a bad review. And she's just kind of shooting everything down. And I'm like, well, what the fuck does? What the fuck does qualify you us giving a, a bad review if if none of this does? And then one author chimed in and she was like, "Yeah, I saw one reviewer and she ate that book up. Just don't read my review, my my book. They don't want bad reviews. It doesn't matter how respectful you are. It doesn't matter how nice you are. It doesn't matter what the fuck you say in that review. If yeah. it's a one star, two star, three star, and you are going down the line saying, "Okay, this is what's wrong. This is it was good, but or I didn't like it because this, this, yeah. this, and this." They just don't want a fucking bad they review, and I'm like, it. I don't understand why this is such a problem. I'm like, is is Amazon gonna kick y'all off the platform if you get so many bad reviews? Because you're putting way too much too much emphasis on readers giving your books bad reviews. And again, I say, if you don't want a fucking bad review, put out better work. Do the job as an author and give me quality work. Give me a, a, a storyline that you actually researched. Give me a book that you wrote correctly. Give me a book that does not have run on sentences. Give me a book that does not have misspelled words. Give me a book that does not have incorrect word usage. Give me a book that's properly written. Give me a book that was actually edited by somebody. Do that. Mm-hmm. Stop writing yeah. this trash ass work because you just want to fucking get paid. And now listen to now. What authors are doing. They're just putting out anything because they know their readers are going to buy the book. They don't yeah. care what this book sounds like or looks like or nothing. I, it, I, it gives the image of them writing the end and pressing submit. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. And it clearly it comes across because I don't know how you can call yourself an That's author funny. and put out a book full of full of errors and then have the audacity to be proud of that shit. Seriously? Right. I'm not understanding that. You don't get to call yourself an author, put out that kind of work, and then get pissed off when somebody calls you out on it. When yeah. you out here doing half the damn job, but you want somebody to buy your work and not say anything. Because like it's- we once said, once I buy the book, it's mine. I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. And please know, I've said this repeatedly all night, I'm going to let your ass up in a review if your book calls for it. If your I'm book sure. is bad, I'm going to let you know it's bad. And what you do yes. with that afterward is on you. I'm like, stop 100%. being so goddamn sensitive. Stop being so, stop focusing on the one star, the two star, and what, and actually read what we write when we say 
this is what you should have done or we would have liked what you because they don't like you to do that well why are you trying to tell me how to write nobody's trying to tell you how to write we're just saying what we thought that's our personal opinion it's not written in stone you know again stop being so goddamn sensitive it's just honestly it's not that serious it's not but you know this again this is only something you are going to get from black authors i've never had an, a white author attack me i've <laughs> never had a white author comment under my review because well what can you give me an example because you're the first to say this you know i've never had a black author message me on facebook and attack me because they didn't like my girl Nora roberts would never <laughs> okay you know a lot of them they just feel like they, they can just do that and 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 a lot of black authors would love to subscribe that behavior to white authors but it's it's it's, no. it's not them it's it's y'all it's it's literally y'all and the listen i will leave off with this i'll say that you know i watched a documentary of drake some years ago and he said how even denzel washington still studies his craft he yes. still works on his craft right and this you could tell when you watch Macbeth. the business for years but he still when he goes into these parts when he accepts these parts he researches he studies he does research he does these things and the fact that a lot of black romance authors think that they are above that it's fucking sad and this community is no longer a community. It's full of toxic bullshit. Ooh. I'll be the first one to say that. It's full of toxic bullshit, and I no longer want nothing to do with it. I'm just going to do what I do on my side, and y'all can have that bullshit. Y'all can that's, have that's that's what I, I decided I'm, I'm to do. To do me. I'm, I'm staying in my lane because I already I'm literally offended. Like. Sharonda know all the shit. Y'all know because I talk to y'all outside of book. And every time something come up, you know me, I'm a text. You'll be like, girl, listen here. Because, you know, I always got freaking some gap seed, bitch. And I'm going to spill it. But yeah, I am at the space right now where I am tired of getting attacked for fucking reviewing the way that I want, that I review. It's, it's I literally uplift, for nothing. It's for I nothing. Black authors. I am sitting here reading six to seven books a week. You understand what I'm saying? I am telling people about books. I am posting about books. I am reading new books and I'm reading new authors and I am introducing people to new authors. And I, it's very disheartening to hear this shit. I am, you understand? I try to let shit slide, but at the end of the day, I'm human. And mm -hmm. I, that really hurt my feelings. And at this point, don't say shit to me because I'm lighting all motherfuckers up. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all ain't getting shades and pages no more. Y'all getting team up. And I don't give a fuck. Okay? <laughs> okay? It's team up in this bitch now. Because okay. I am tired of it. I am tired. I've sat there and I've been silent for years. I've heard the shit that people have been saying about me. I've heard it and I haven't said anything. But let me tell you something. What today's date is? June what? 20, July, July 24th. July 24th? 2022 you say anything to me i'm telling you but you're big cunning i'm sorry i'm telling you but you're big cunning and that's just the way it is so don't say nothing to me if you ain't got nothing nice to say shut the fuck up because i'm going off on everybody uh listen if y'all know like i know don't don't dm me don't dm me don't come because you can get this note i have no i have absolutely I, i'm not the one 
I, I am. I think I, I would like to think that they have all figured that out by now. But <laughs> in, this, in, in the event that some of them are still are, are still confused, don't fucking don't DM me. Don't fucking comment under my review if you don't fucking like it. If you don't like it, I'm okay with that. You don't have to like it. But please know, if your book is trash, my review will reflect that. I'm not. This is not personal. I, this is not a personal attack on you. I, I am. I am reviewing book. your book on what I think. And if you don't fucking like it, that's a problem between you yourself and your, you and yourself. That ain't got shit to do with me. And your so don't God. DM me. Don't comment under my post. You can talk about me all goddamn day in, in whatever group y'all in now, as long as. But ain't nobody gonna call me because she brought it to my attention. She brought it to my attention a while back that they were in in one group running me down. I said, uh. But ain't nobody contacted me though. Right. Did nobody DM At me? All. Like shit. Did nobody DM me? So yeah, you can talk about me all goddamn day, but who's nobody reach out? But you that's know what people, that's what people are supposed to do. Like if you're supposed to be my friend and you hear people talking shit about me, you're supposed to tell me. But motherfuckers be motherfuckering. Okay. So I'm gonna do the same thing. All right. I'm gonna do the same thing. Well, ladies, Thank you. it was it, it has been a night. Uh, we're going on two hours. Okay, we're going on yes, two hours. Yes. So uh it's gonna be a night. We're gonna have to pick this up on another day. Thank, Thank you guys you so always for sticking with us. Thank you the guys for coming the up. Bullshit. Thank you. Hey y'all, it's Sharonda. If you're at the end of this episode, well, we thank you so very much. Be sure y'all following us on our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Brazenly Shady. Check out the book or books we discussed in this episode. The deets are in the show notes. And until the next bout of shenanigans, we'll talk to y'all then.